Hey there, I'm Kay, and you're listening to the On the Sofa podcast. I went to therapy and sat on a sofa for about a year. My life was worth it. We talk about life, the way we show up, and how to make positive change through self-awareness and mental wellness. Like, I look back on some of the things that I used to do and say and be, and I just, I'm like, oh my God, I didn't, I was so oblivious to what the scenario was at that time that I looked back and I'm like, you was really a whack dude. Basically, we have deep and honest conversations about our quest to be better humans. Come sit with us. Join the conversation. We want you to be a better version of yourself, too. So, Spud, what do you think about uh, friendship and honesty? Uh, what do you mean friendship and honesty? What, is, what, what about friendship and honesty? Well, you always hear that a good relationship, a healthy relationship, um, you should feel comfortable being honest. And that, that's just not uh, partnerships in terms of love partnerships, but it's also your family. It's also your friends. Do you feel like you can be 100% honest with all of the key people in your life? Um, No, I don't think that you can be 100% honest with all the key people in your life. And I don't think that I think that, you know, you got to manage people, you know, by, um, you know, their who they are. I mean, some people can't handle the truth. Some people can't handle you know, brutal honesty, gentle honesty, or anything like that. Some people just want you to just be quiet and not say anything. And I think that that is a good way to be able to approach things. If somebody offers, you know, the info, I mean, you know, some suggestions or, you know, uh, criticism or whatever, then cool. If not, then I think that you should just be quiet. Really? Of course. So let's go back. No, no, no. So let's go back. So you said brutal honesty. First of all, for the major people in your life, you should be able to have open and honest conversations with them about anything. Give me an example. Well, so I'll talk about a friendship. So something happened um, between um, myself and a friend. And you guys uh, still what'd you say? Are you guys still friends? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're still friends. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're friends. But, and I have two perspectives. I have one where um, I was like honest in a situation about something that I didn't like. And for a couple days, I didn't want to deal with it, mostly because, and generally, this is what happens when you are, when you, want to be honest with someone, but you don't uh, want them to get mad at you, Mm -hmm. right? Or you don't, you know, you don't want them to be hurt. So in this particular situation, I just kind of avoided her for a couple weeks. And then I thought that wasn't, you know, it's really not fair to her. And it wasn't fair to me because it was our friendship wasn't going to go anywhere. I was, you know, I I value and love the friendship, but it was a situation I just didn't want to deal with it. But I also felt like I couldn't allow um, what happened pass by without addressing it. And the reality was I felt like I should be able to address it um, and still maintain the loving, valuable relationship that we have as friends. 
So I let those couple weeks go by. And then one morning I got up and I said, you know what, I'm going to call. So I called Mm -hmm. and I started the conversation off with, um, you know, you know that I love you and I'm only getting ready to go into this conversation because I value our friendship. And she took it amazingly. Sounds a little pacifying, though. What do you mean? I mean, you know, I love you and all that other stuff. Why do you have to be so negative? <laughs> I'm mean, just saying. I mean, you know, that was a little It's not pacifying, pacifying, but it's not brutal. I would love someone to be honest with me, especially people. When I say key people, I mean key people. You know, I don't... Um, not everybody is going to tell you uh, your wrongs and when you err in a loving and caring way and not meant for it to be um, something positive towards you. Some people, honestly, you know, could care less about you. (laughs) And that brutal honesty, I think that's where that comes from. But if you're saying something, and I know that our relationship is deeper than this one little thing, hey, I want you to be able to be honest with me. But that doesn't mean that on the first go, that I'm going to receive it like I should receive it. So when are you supposed to be honest and when are you not supposed to be? Like, do I need to have like a five-year relationship before, you know, you and I could be brutally honest with you if you and I are friends, you know, for one year or six months and we've been hanging out, we've been kicking it. I mean, when and how soon can I be brutally honest with you to say that you're doing something that I think is out of line? And my personal opinion about being brutally honest with somebody is, is that, you got to support the person no matter what, right? If somebody is doing something you disagree with or something that you feel is not of their best interest or, you know, I I think that you got to be supportive in a way that says, you know, I I don't really like what you're doing, but you still my dog because that's what genuine friends are. But that's not supporting it. That's that's where you and I disagree. It's not you... If, I don't if think you're that. in a relationship, right, with mm-hmm. a guy I don't approve of, right, it's my job to be able to support you in that relationship regardless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if you feel like this is the guy that you are head over heels with and you're madly in love with, and I'm like, oh, this I is the worst that. guy in the entire world, it's my mm-hmm. job to be able to say, look, you love it, I like it. I lo- You like it, I love it. And I'm supposed to be there with you through thick and thin. If I go being brutally oh, honest yeah, about that. things, then mm-hmm. you become standoffish and, you know. Uh, oh, see, I don't see that. So that, but I think, so here, no, I agree that if I decided to be with someone who um, is a total a-hole and y- yes, you should support, you should support me. But that doesn't mean that you can't be honest with me about Things maybe not the way you feel because. Well, how do you separate the two? That's how I feel. Like, give me an example. I'm supposed to be honest with you about mm -hmm. everything you know that I feel in regards to you as a friendship. So rather it be your breath stinks, or either you got a bad relationship, or either you need to get a better job, or I don't like the way you handle, you know, your kids, or I don't like the way that you, you know, go out every single night, or you drink too much, or whatever. Right. My honesty with you is my feelings. I feel you're doing this 
too much. And so it is my feeling, which is my love for you, my like for you, or my compassion or my best interest, in my own opinion, that Mm -hmm. these things are wrong. And so my job is to say, look, you're taking the bottle to the face way too many times in a week. And you... Might come is off that, and wait, say, then, can we pause for the cause for a minute? Is that the way you would say something like that to a friend? Honestly, because you keep saying you say brutal honesty, brutally honest, brutally honest. That that is being brutally honest. OK, gently honest. I don't know if gently is a gentle, whatever the word is, being gentle, is, gently, gently, thank you. gently honest, whatever it is. Yeah. Let me give you an example. Right. Yeah. My sister who I love dearly to death. That's my dog. Mm-hmm. I can't be honest with her because if I'm honest with her, she retreats. So instead yeah. of me being honest, it's best for me to be supportive and to be there when she wants to open up. But if I say, yo, what do you, th- that's not the way you should handle it. Or I don't think that you should do that. Maybe it's your approach, No, 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 no. It's not just me. It's Mm -hmm. just her personality type. Her personality type doesn't like confrontation or criticism or anything of that nature. So in order for me to be able to get more information and to keep the uh, relationship going for it to continue to blossom, it's better for me to not say things or because... So do you think that's healthy? Do you, yes. would you consider yes, that a healthy relationship? Yes, it is a health. It's a better relationship in mm-hmm. order for me, because when there is an, a window for me to be able to say, to take my shot, then yeah. I can kind of, you know, sneak it nudge in there. Your safe, yeah. Nudge your way in there. Right. But if I, mm-hmm. if, 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 if I just say, Hey, look, the, I don't agree with the lifestyle that my, my sister lives. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's my sister's lifestyle, right? My job okay. is to be able to be supportive of the lifestyle that she lives. So, it, but if I go and I say, yo, what you're doing is like really whack. And it is. Like, you, what, and the she way, might be, it might, the behavior might be whack. The so behavior, you're saying the that you lifestyle, can't If I tell her that, then she retreats. She shuts down. So then we don't talk. <laughs> then we don't, you know, um... She doesn't open up to me, you know. It, mm-hmm. it becomes very awkward, and the so she opens up to you as long as you are not being honest about the way you feel about her Absolutely. lifestyle. Yes, yes. That's gotta be. I mean, I see it, and I'm not. I I actually think that's how a lot of relationships are, because I think people say that they want you to be honest with them, but I think. It's hard for people, even in loving situations, um, to be accepting of that honesty. I agree. I mean, I, I mean, I think you got to do it. I think you got to be honest with you got to it, it, it's a case by case situation. You know, I mean, I can take a million examples of family members, friends, you know, so forth and so on. I mean, but do you have one? I mean, so I get that. Right. So that's why I said major people in your life. And generally, you know, you don't have a whole lot of major people in your life. Um, So 
I would think there's like one friendship or one relationship where you could be just totally honest with that person. I don't have that yet, but I mean, I, it's something that I would want to work toward. I don't want to, um, be in a situation with a friend or a partner where I feel uncomfortable sharing what my truth is, and that's honesty. I don't want to be fearful of having a conversation or engaging with someone because it might be a loss of a relationship. I think that you, you know, I, I, I think this is like more bees with honey, right? Like my marriage, right? My wife and I, we've been together six years now. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I should be able to be exactly what you're saying. With my wife, I should be able to say whatever it is I want to say. I should be able to say it how I should be able to say it. And she should be able to receive that because I'm her mate. But it doesn't work that way. In an ideal situation, right? Well, I guess I, you could say, in yeah, a, in an ideal situation. In an ideal right? situation. My brain, I feel like, you know, I should be able to say whatever it is I want to say, however it is that I want to say it, because that's my true core personality. But that's not the way that she receives it. When I say it yeah. in a certain way, then it becomes, oh, you're loud or you're obnoxious or, you know, you're disrespectful <laughs> yeah. or you're rude yeah. or whatever. And I had well, to realize. I mean, but all of that could actually be true. true. And it might not be the information that you're giving. It might be your actual delivery. Well, it's a little bit of both. It's, it's mm-hmm. a little bit of the delivery, but it's more about the, you know, the way that she was brought up. Is totally different than the way that I brought up was a brought up right in mm-hmm. my family. The way that we communicate is just, it's normal. That's the way that we communicate. That's my yeah. genuine self, right? That's not the way that she actually. Or it's a learned behavior. Well, it could that be. You could change. You know that is not something. I mean, basically, what that boils down to is the way that you communicate. Well, and not necessarily, but it also is truth. Right. There are things I I can say to my mom. Yeah. There are some things that I could say in past relationships that I can't say to my wife because that's not what my wife wants to hear. That's not the way that she receives things. So I had to learn how to be able to speak to her in a way that she receives those things. And that way she could be able to understand that I'm not being disrespectful or rude or I'm not trying to be, you know, uh, condescending or I'm not trying to, you know, uh, call her out or, you know, make her feel bad or anything of that nature. So Mm -hmm. it's tough to be, you know, honest with people when they don't want you to be honest. And so I think that that's a case by case basis. You got to, you know, sometimes you just got to be like, you know what, I'm just going to be quiet. And (laughs) for me, I'll say this and I'll be done for me. I have to hear it for myself. So what do you I, mean? I don't necessarily want you to be honest with me. I want to be able to talk it so I can be able to hear my honesty. Right. I want you to be able to articulate my issues to me and let me get the information on my own. Because if you said it to me directly, I'd be, I would automatically get you would defensive. Be defensive. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I mean, I think a lot of people do that. So, I mean, that's, but so that's why we come back to this conversation and we talk about approach when I called my friend and I started and you call it a fluffy approach, right? I said gentle, by the way. Gentle. Yeah. Well, you said fluffy. No, I said (laughs) fluffy. That's true. You said gentle. But when I took that gentle approach, it really did come from a gentle place. It was, I really value the relationship. Um, 
and I love you, but I don't necessarily like the way you did this and you do this on a regular basis and it bothers me and I want you to know that. And it really turned out to be a really good conversation and I valued walking away from that. But I've had other situations and friendships with people who I love and adore and would not give up for the world. And no one's perfect. But I have some relationships that I don't necessarily feel, you know, comfortable being honest with things where I feel like they might not like what I have to say. Does that make sense? Yes. When is the friendship over, though? What do you mean? I mean... Sometimes these being honest things and, you know, rifts in relationships and friendships and blah, 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 can cause you to say, is this a time to part ways, Mm -hmm. right? How do you determine how to mend that by coming to your friend and saying, I value this, but I don't really like the way you handled me or handled this situation. Right. Versus, I don't give a damn about that, whatever. If we'll mm-hmm. never speak again, then we'll never speak again, especially if it's a reoccurring situation. Right. So, I mean, I think that's a good question. And I think that's a good question to ask yourself when you have a situation like this. Part of being honest with a friend is getting to that point, right? Because you shouldn't let go of a, a valued friendship because someone continues to do something that you don't necessarily like. Because if you've not, you know, voiced your, you know, made your voice heard, then you can't say that they know what bothers you. Yeah. So you can't, it, there is really no, you keep doing over and over and over again. If you don't say anything, it's your fault, not theirs. Well, yeah, well, I, I guess yeah. let me, let this just goes to my second question then. Okay. When, sh- it, when does the responsibility of the person come into play? Because if, 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 if you get into it mm-hmm. and you haven't spoke to this person in three weeks, you would think that the person would be like, well, dang, I haven't talked to Kay in three weeks. Let me pick up the phone and call and say, hey, is everything okay? You know what I'm saying? Did I say Not something? if you don't speak to them every day. You know what I mean? Not if... But if you're friends, you have a frequent scenario. That's not true. Not all the time. Mm-mm. Not, I have friends that I, I could go a month without not talking to them. And I think everybody's I think different, everybody but I do have friends. everybody knows when there's a vibe, when the vibe is off. And that's true. And I'm not saying that in <laughs> my particular situation, that... <clears throat> the person that I was dealing with didn't know. I, I believe this person did know the vibe because she texted me and, you didn't uh, respond? and I didn't respond. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and man. she called me <clears throat> and uh, I didn't like that. Like, I didn't and like you didn't answer just, neither. No, oh, man. I didn't answer. And oh, but see, that's not right. Yeah, I don't think it's right. But it also was me not really knowing how to handle that situation. It it was me trying to prepare myself to handle it so that I didn't handle it in a way that was um, rude and disrespectful and that would really devalue the relationship. Yeah, because but aren't you supposed to, you know, at least about. couldn't you have been like, look. I didn't, though. You know, I'm going through this. You know, I, I need a couple minutes, you know. 
you know, I realized that I shouldn't have just kind of ghosted the situation. So that was my issue that I had to work through. And I worked through it and I came back with, let me start with, Mm -hmm. I love you. And so I think by doing that, you know, it pulled any kind of guard that was up, down, and it allowed us to have a conversation. I don't necessarily feel like I can do that with everyone in my life, but I was able to do it in that situation. I was like, oh my gosh, I wish, you know, relationships were this, you know, were, were this easy to have a conversation and be honest about, you know, a situation and how you felt like you were mistreated. So your suggestions to, you know, listeners, right. You know, they're going through the situation. They got an issue with a friend. They got an issue with a relationship, whether it be kid, whether it be husband, whatever, wife, blah, 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 blah. They don't know how to address the situation twofold. One, how do you start that off? I.e., oh, I come, you come to the person, I love you. So obviously diffusing the scenario. And then two, if it backfires on you, then how do you continue to do that? Because it's easy to be in the conversation and that person gets defensive, even though you're still apologizing. Yeah, that's true. I think you have to be, uh, you have to be, open to the fact that your honesty might bring be deflected and it might be combated with um, a response that you don't necessarily care for. I think you have to stay on your block and not let that affect you and go into a deeper place. I mean, if you're coming from a place of love, this is where I feel like a lot of people, um, myself included, because I got into a huge argument the other day, but you are, you know, Yes, I did. It felt good, too. (laughs) It felt good. It's not the right thing to do. But yes, I did. And um, it wasn't a yelling argument. It was just a matter of fact kind of conversation. And you do a dance um, afterwards. I didn't. But I think, you know, I feel like some people test you. And this was a testing situation. And uh, it was not the day for me to be tested Mm. because apparently I failed that test, Mm. which I don't necessarily like. I like to be in a Zen place and stay there. But, you know, occasionally I allow people to uh, drag me into the mud and the mud is where I went that day. Mm. I'm very surprised that you allow for somebody to do that because doesn't meditation help that? Nobody's perfect. Nobody, I'm certainly by no means perfect. And I am um, in the last year just gone through this uh, whole big self-awareness situation and realizing things about myself. Um, But I'm also learning how to um, balance better. And so I don't think anybody, I mean, Everyone has it in them to respond in that way. I try to uh, manage mine, but that particular day, I guess the stars were not aligned. So as we wrap up, uh, how do we, you know, express to the people who listen to this wonderful podcast to be honest with your friends, you know, with their friends? What's the approach? What's the what's the steps here? You know, I wish I had the answer. I I don't have the answer. I feel like we have to uh, all work to find the answer to that. I'm saying that I really want to have 
deep relationships with people who I love and I really want them to be honest with me about something that is bothering them or something that they don't like. And I really want to be the type of person that is accepting of that and listening and understanding. It doesn't mean that I always have to agree with it, but it uh, says that, hey, you know, this person is coming to me out of love and I want to hear this person out. But not only do I want to hear this person out, I want to look like look inside myself to see where is the truth in the story that this person is telling about me? I don't think that a lot of people do self, you know, are self-aware and uh, evaluate themselves. And I think they walk around, most people, and they don't think about these things. And the people that are outside of you, but that who love you, um, you know, they say things that you don't necessarily always want to acknowledge or that uh, you may not know about. And so I wish that people would think when it's coming from someone who loves you, that it's coming from a place of love. And then for the person that's being honest, I, I think that you should kind of sit back and say, how can I best say this or deliver this in a way that it will be received in the space that I'm giving it, which is love, and to remove the anger, if there is anger behind it, and not be the brutal. Be honest. You know, leave the brutal somewhere else. Yeah. I also think that, you know, it also goes on the other side. Like, you have to be, uh, this is one of those things where you also have to know yourself as well, so that way you're not defensive about the situation. You know, I mean, I think that when you know yourself and somebody is coming to you, you know, in a space of love and they come to you and they say something about you, you know, either you can accept it or you don't accept it. But if you are one with yourself, then you kind of know what's accurate, what's not accurate, or either you could be able to receive it when you didn't see what that situation was. You know, I I mean, I'm indecisive. So my wife can say, look, I don't want to go to the store with you because you're indecisive. I could get mad at that, but I know I'm indecisive. Like, I got to go to five different stores, right, to be able to find something. But Would you get mad at that, though, if she, like, and we're just using this as an example. Right, I would get, I would, I, I've, I've gotten, my point is, is I've gotten mad at mm-hmm. those things when I did not understand who I was, when got I it. did not accept yeah. these are the things that I am, you know. So she would say to me yeah. before, and I would have friends of mine that would say, Spud, you're a procrastinator, and I would get defensive. And then mm-hmm. I had to come to a space of understanding, like, no, I really am a procrastinator. Like, I'm not a procrastinator, in my opinion. I just do the things in my own time. But oh, now I don't. Is that what it is? But now I don't get, you know, I don't get mad at those things because I have learned through meditation, through you know, self awareness, and so forth, and so on, to be able to learn what those things are about myself. And so I'm not as defensive or all up in arms, or you know, I can receive when somebody says something to me. Regardless mm-hmm. if it comes from a space of love, I mean, I mean, regardless if it's if it's brutal or if it's just gentle, so I can mm-hmm. be able to say, okay, I got it. You know, I could diffuse the situation or not. I can also say, I don't really think that that's kind of how I am. And if I if I if that wasn't what my intentions was, I could be right. able to also manage, you know, the other side of it as well. If it is somebody who's trying to make me out to be something that I'm not, yeah, because you have some people that want to push their stuff off on you. Very true. Very true. And that you got to watch, too. Very much. But that's why I said 
um, people that love you, but also people that love you, um, they try to push their stuff off on you too. Very <laughs> so, much so. Yeah. yeah. But again, if you don't know who you are, you're easy right. to be able to fall victim to those things. In our very first conversation, you know, I said that. Like, I, I had a lot of people who took advantage of my you know, being naive, young, you know, I didn't know who Mm -hmm. I was. I was just a young kid in this big space, you know, in a big city. I'm from a small city, you know, I'm trying to fit in and so forth and so on. And so a lot of people took advantage of that because I didn't know who I was. And so somebody would say something like, oh, you're arrogant. And I would be like going off on them. Like, yeah, you know, but then I had to realize, no, I was arrogant. Like I was really arrogant. (laughs) Is it because, and so I think we're saying the same thing about that self-awareness thing. You took it a little bit further when you say, when you know, you know, you acknowledge that in yourself, when someone says that to you, it's more of a call, you know, it's not a call to attention as much as it is a, is a reminder. Oh yeah, let me bring that back in. I've kind of veered off the wrong way. Right. When you know that about yourself and someone has brought it to your attention and when you say like it hit a nerve, right? Mm-hmm. Is it be- is it because it's a part of you that you don't necessarily love and someone's saying it to you and it's like, you know, you're not supposed to see that? I don't know if it's a matter of, uh, I don't know if it's that. I, I don't mm-hmm. know what that is. I think it's defensiveness. You know, Deepak mm-hmm. Chopra wrote about it in The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. You know, you got to learn how to be able to be defensiveless, be defensive, whatever the word is. And you, the, the, what it is, is the I law. I think you of, said de- defensiveless. It's the, yeah. It's the law of mm-hmm. detachment is what it is, right? So you mm-hmm. detach yourself from those things. And if you can do that, then you're not so all up in arms. You can be able to receive things a lot right. better. You know, yeah. you're not like, you're not attached to what your attitude is or what your personality is or what your past is or whatever the case may be. So yeah. you can come to me and you can say, Spud, you're extremely rude. And disrespectful. And I can say, oh, my bad. I I wasn't trying to be that. It is so really difficult to not attach yourself to stuff. And I I don't I'm finding that really difficult to not attach yourself to stuff. Yeah, to not um, no matter what it is. I mean, I feel like I'm an all in kind of person. So if I'm um, if you're in my life, I'm like I'm all in. I think that that's, I, I think that that's, I think that's, you know, you gotta, I, I've grown to this. And I feel too invested. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to figure that part of it out. I, I, I haven't You know, out I yet. think, you, you know, the things that going back, uh, this is full circle, the things yeah. that, and the people and the things that are not supposed to be either now or they have we'll outgrown wean each themselves other. out. Yeah. They will wean themselves out or it will manifest. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'll say this and I will be done because I, you know, I know we're over, but you don't have to be done. Okay, good. So, yeah. you know, we had this opportunity and um, the opportunity kind of took a standstill. And, you know, we're kind of in limbo of, about the situation. And so I just let it go. And I just was like, you know what? Listen, if, if they want to move forward, 
then they'll move forward. And if they don't, then it wasn't meant to be. And, but that doesn't stop me. That doesn't stop the goal of what it is I'm trying to accomplish. That doesn't stop the scenario of what it is that I'm trying or, or, or the, 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 where I'm trying to be. And I think that you have to be that, you know, in, in life. Sometimes you just got to be like, that ain't the direction. Yeah, or, but that's a trained behavior. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's all trained, but I think oh you got to. I think you got to grow to that situation, and I think that. Well, I think that's training. You have to. Yeah, I think you do definitely do have to grow to that. Very much because so. you know you see stuff and you really it's something that you really really want. Heck, I just got a such a a relationship. Right. But I tried to fight that situation. Right. And everything about the universe was saying, girl, you better let go of that. Yeah. Which there's signs all around you is what. Yes. Uh, what is that movie? Um, uh, Fools Rush In. I've never seen it. Oh, you should what see that. But Sam Hayek. No. Yeah. So, OK. Fools. Is it Netflix? I know you're such I a Netflix. This is an old person. movie. This is an old movie. But Sam Hayek is in it. And, okay. and, and, and in that movie about relationships, about jobs, about everything, there is, yeah. it, it's a constant message of there are signs all around you. And there is, you know, yes. there are signs everywhere, every single day. And sometimes you got to, you know, we don't listen to the signs. We don't swallow them and say, oh, it's so painful when you don't. It's like, it's like, look. I told I t- tried to tell you lightly and then I tried to put a little push behind it and then I pushed you really hard and you fail. You still didn't want to listen. I mean, there are signs all over the place, but you, you know, when you don't want to, you know, you don't want to listen. No, or you got to be done with it. You got to go through that journey. And, it's like a relationship. It doesn't matter. I could tell you, girl, he ain't nothing or, you know, but <laughs> right, she didn't cheat it on you. you, uh, you you're not going to be done with the relationship until, until you're, you're done, done with the relationship. And, Absolutely. you know, that that's fine. Yeah. You know, you got to go through that space in order for you to be able to see it for yourself and be able to heal for yourself and then be able to move on, which is, yeah. you know, great. But. The signs are everywhere. So pay attention to the signs. Absolutely. But I want us to be in a place where. Um, we are better as a people with being honest and receiving honesty from the people that love us. I think we can start there because not everybody in the world you need to listen to, but from the people that love you, for the people that know that you mean them well, I think we need to practice on how to uh, be honest and accept honesty in relationships so that we can have healthier, full relationships. That's my goal. That's for a my goal. for my relationships. That is my goal. My, I'm gonna start my I'm gonna goal, start testing them on you. <laughs> my goal is to be able to <laughs> yes. receive those things without being attacking or defensive or you know how did who the fuck are you to tell me? Right, exactly. Because like you got to be able to, you know, grow to that space. You got to be able to be receptive, you know, right. as as well. Because if you can't be receptive of somebody telling you to make you better, you know, I mean, it doesn't necessarily you have to, you know, agree with it or you have to walk away with it, right? But, you know, I think it's important for somebody to be able to say, hey, this is the way that I feel and... Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, you probably don't notice this or whatever, but I'd like to share this with you and and you should be able to be receptive to whatever it is somebody is saying. 
the, right. the person who's giving it should also be able to say, even if you don't change it, I love you enough to be able to support you in this situation because right. you my dog. Right. Look at that lesson. So um, you should practice. I'm going to practice my situation, my being honest and receiving of honesty. Okay. There it is. I think you should do the same. All right. We'll do it again next week. Next week. I'll give you, I'll ask you, you know, how your homework was. Yeah, I know. We'll have to do a check-in. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to tell everybody how to get in contact with us? Yeah, you can reach me. Right. At Hey K Bird on Instagram. You can reach me and Spud on on the sofa podcast at Gmail dot com. Are you back on your social media? I you know, I'm not. I don't have it on my phone, but I do go through the Instagram on like, you know, online and kind of just, you know, troll a little bit. Shame on you. (laughs) Did you delete some of those uh, uh, followers that you were complaining about? I deleted a lot of people. I I love it. Tell us how to get a hold of you. Yeah. Um, you could get with me online on social media at Get With Spud, G-E-T-W-I-T-H-S-P-U-D-D, Instagram, Facebook, all of that stuff. All right. Next week, check in? Yes, check in. Sounds like a plan. Peace out. Peace.